what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Gentlemen, welcome to episode 59, volume 4 of the 33rd most popular podcast this side of the Catawba River. Welcome to Big Fan. My name is Chad Easton. I'm a big fan of the kickoff to the Chinese New Year when it's the year of the tiger. And I am a tiger. The end of dry January, so everyone can quit lying about their alcohol consumption. And last but not least, the birth of another niece for the East family, elder family, Mrs. Evelyn Marie Elder, or Evie, as she will be called. She's two weeks old today. Awesome. Well, I'm going to say I'm a big fan of dry January coming to an end, but I'm not a big fan of three things. I'm not a bit. My name's Hank Eimer, and I'm not a big fan of COVID, rapid strep, and throat cultures done at the same time. Dogs that decide that they're not going to listen to you at the age of eight. It's horrible. And last but not least, the medical community changing the age when certain procedures need to be done from 50 to 45. Mm-mm-mm. Hank, I'm afraid I know all too well about that one, too. Let's just go ahead and start there. Do we want to start there? Let's go start there because I don't want to save it to the end. Let's just go ahead and get it over with. So the procedure you're talking about is the infamous colonoscopy. You, you, right? <laughs> you said that awful. <laughs> so, colonoscopy. Colonoscopy. Okay, yes. So you're right. I got my physical three months ago. and they Clean bill of health? Yes. I doubt 100, it. 100% clean. clean Lab work okay? Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> but anyway, they were like, hey, we're not going to do this now, but did you know the new ruling or the new uh, thing is out that you need to have your colonoscopy? Because it was supposed to be a little bit later. 50. 50, right? Now they moved it up to 45. 45. So mine is scheduled for a couple months. And you're 47. Mo- 47. So, I mean, you, yes. you're beyond the yes, mark. I'm past the mark. But they just announced this a couple months ago. Right. So you've experienced this colonoscopy so you know i got a i got my um i got my physical a couple months ago you know earlier in the earlier in 2021 and you remember that i had this basal cell thing that had to be cut out of my face right i see it well they had a captive audience because they just cut something out of my face. And he said, you know, because we're trying to prevent things from happening, like the growth of this, we probably need to have a colonoscopy. So I was shook, you know, at, at the get-go. But I said, all right, reluctantly. So I scheduled it in dry January, which is an awful move. Oh, it's an awful move because you got weeks to think about this thing. Sure. It was like it was last Wednesday. So the thing that I uh, wasn't prepared for is people said it's not the procedure that's terrible, mm-hmm. it's the prep, right? Because right. they say you have to talk about, you got to drink all this stuff. Now, there's multiple ways to prepare for it. They have the old way is the way I did it, and I didn't know that there's anything that you could do differently. The in, old way. All right? Mm-hmm. So if they tell you you were going to just do the old way, you don't, you, you say no. <laughs> you say no, okay? Because they, yes. they have a formula. The way I did it is, they give you what looks like a plastic container that holds antifreeze, okay? And there's powder. There's about two inches of powder on it. Yeah. And you fill this thing up to this line. You drink half of it, which is 68 ounces. Two liters, my friend. Jeez. You drink it, and you start at 6 p.m. From 6.30 to 11, it's on. Mm. It's clearing you out, bud. Really? It's on. What does it taste like exactly? Imagine some water. Here, our producer has this up. It's it's the third one. I see. Okay. It's that one right there. Okay. This is what you get, and you have to. It is a it is that a looks ton. Terrible. It is a ton of stuff. So you drink two two liters, and it tastes like. Imagine, I I did it eight ounces at a time. Imagine a cup of water that's eight ounces. So yeah. not a lot of water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With a goodies powder. Oh, okay. That has. Very little 
lime just a tint to it. A just tint of okay. a hint of lime. So I drank the first one and I was like, this ain't that bad. You get through the first liter. Mm-hmm. Think about that. Your first liter and it's over. Can you chase it with like Gatorade or Coke or something? Yeah, you, I mean, you gotta. You can't like shoot legal. it. You now, just gotta yeah, listen, chug it down. Listen, you gotta do. Worst part is, is if you have the procedure in the morning, you have to take the second half of it six hours before. So you're waking up at two a.m. Oh, and drinking some more, and drinking two more two liters. Two more liters. Okay, and and like I told you, when you get this down, it's on. Mm-hmm. Okay, for hours. Okay, so like, how many trips to the bathroom are we talking about? Ten, twelve. Wow. 10, 12. Okay? Okay? Yes. So after that, you get in the procedure room, and uh, they, you know, you're all prepped. You strip down. Uh, you talk to your anesthesiologist. My guy was great. He was kind of retired from the military, but you know, he still wanted to work. Young guy. Then they pull you in the room, and you, know, you don't know what you're dealing with here, right? Sounds nerve-wracking. Don't yes. know what you're dealing with. But when I'm in the room, the, my uh, nurse anesthetist says, hey, man, a couple seconds, where do you want to go? You want to go to the beach? You want to go to the mountains? He was like, you know, setting me up for a ride. Space. And I said, ah, man, I just want to get through this. He was like, oh, we'll get through it. And he started to put the propofol, which is, you know, what uh, Michael Jackson died from, oh, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, so he started to put the, uh, it in, into the uh, IV, IV that I had. Sure. And he goes... I was like, how, how long before this takes hold? He's about, about 30 seconds. I was like, 30 seconds, huh? He's like, yep. I'm going to start looking like Billy D. Williams here in a minute. And I was <laughs> like, I doubt it. And so he's like, how about now? I said, nope. It's 20 seconds later. He's like, now? I said, nope. And he said, I started to waver. And he said, night, Hank. See ya. <laughs> and I went down like that. Yeah. And I'll tell you right now, that drug is the perfect drug because I woke up and you, I didn't feel bad at all. No, you know how like anesthesia, you have a hangover yeah. kind of. I felt great. Procedure was done. I was like, I didn't even. It was seconds. It felt like I was well rested. Really, it was amazing. So the procedure, you don't want to know what's going on. You don't normally get knocked out though for a colonoscopy, though, do you? Yes, you do. I did not know that. I thought you just sat there. No, and sir. Took it. No, it took it. <laughs> I thought that's it how it went. It. Yes. I don't know what kind of doctor you go to, <laughs> but I am not a fan of him. Okay. Oh, just, well, this hey, makes me feel a lot better. Dude, you're I getting knocked out. You're getting knocked oh, out. Okay, I did not. You're getting knocked that. out. You hey, get a goodness. you get medication, and okay. and when you wake up, they're wheeling you into recovery. Hmm. So good to know. The, good to know. The the first part of it is awful. Okay, the prep. Yeah. The second part, I'm sure, is awful. You just don't know anything about it. Right. But it was uh, after the procedure. I mean, I I walked down to. Reagan's car, they won't let you drive home, obviously. But I walked down, got in the car. It was fun. So now that you're an old pro at this, you told me not to do it the old way. I need to ask for the new way. What is the new way? So the new way, they say they have like 16 ounces of that stuff. And you drink, it's like super concentrated bowel destroyer or something (laughs) like that. I don't know. But uh, you just drink 16 ounces twice. But you have to do it like twice. Um, It's not that the whole container of it. And then they said there's another way that they give you like 12 pills. You have like 24 pills and you do 12 pills yeah. and then 12 more pills. I'm at the same a pill time. guy. I yes. like the, I like the idea. I didn't know guy. I had an option. Yes. I didn't know I had an option. And somebody was telling me, they're saying, Oh, it's so much cheaper to do the old way. And I was like, well, it was $4. And so I was thinking maybe the pills are like $300. Was it like eight, 80 bucks. Yeah. And I was like, 80 bucks is worth it. Sign me up for the pills. Yeah, sign yes. me up for the okay. pills. Yeah, exactly. So when is your scheduled? I want to make sure that I am down in the, like, in the parking lot like, <laughs> with some popcorn. I'm going to be throwing stuff at the window. It's within the month and a half. I think it's March. So what are we? February? Yes. March. Yes, I'm, I'm family at the East. I'm an, <laughs> I run a podcast. Pick him up, yes. Actually, we, this, we, let's do it live. Let's do oh, the podcast. Perfect. Yes, absolutely. Well, he asked me, where do you want to go? Where do you said you don't know? Let's get, up, get this over with. I'm going to say space. I really am. Let's go to Saturn, Doc. Let's go to let's Saturn. Go to Saturn. All let's, right. let's see how it is up there. Right. Anyway, I'm glad you made it through. Thank you for making me feel a little bit better yes. that I know if you did it, then I know I can get through this, right? No hey, problem. No I problem. think you're good. Yeah. So, um, Hank, you're through dry January. You're through. Yes, congratulations. Some little birdie told me that, you know, dry January really didn't end till I think it was Monday. That's February 1. 
but someone told me that you ended it a little bit early. You wanted to start the end of January on Friday night. Is that correct? Listen, I'm going to tell you something, Chad. Tell me. Okay. January is about rules, okay? You have to live by certain rules, okay? And there's governing bodies to these rules, okay? So you have to join a January club, okay? Okay. You have to be part of a team, okay? You have to be part of a team. And we are part of a team. Some of the guys don't know the rules, and they get upset by that, okay? They get upset that they don't know the rules, okay? One of the rules are if January 1st, falls on a weekend, you start on the first Monday. Seems like a fair rule. It's the only rule. It's the only rule. (laughs) It's the only rule, okay? Okay. Next rule is you get one carve out. Just one. Maybe it's a weekend game, something like that. You can, you can, you, a whole weekend or just no, an a, evening? An one, evening. Just one, one carve one, out. One, one day, one, one evening. Got it. Got carve out. Got one it. carve out. Got it. Okay. And the final thing is the 31st falls just beyond the weekend. Yes. And you said Monday, but it first was actually on Tuesday. <laughs> 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 the rules committee can make up a judgment call on where it should end. And we did. And there's certain people that are out there now wanting to start their own dryuary group <laughs> to compete with our group. I see. Okay? Yes. But I think our rules are, hey, they're stern but fair. See, fair. Okay? We're fair. Yes. Okay? If we, we, if we need to deviate, we deviate. We had somebody that had to go on a, a business retreat. Yes. He, had, he said, I cannot go on this business retreat without it. What did we let him do? We let him live. Yes. We sent that little bird out of the nest. What about if a birthday falls? A birthday falls during the month of January. A birthday that is yours or someone that's close to you. Well, I kind you know? of feel like you'll be searching out birthdays on Facebook <laughs> at that point. That person you haven't talked to since third grade. Hey, my man's birthday <laughs> is the 17th of January. I'm going to have to celebrate with yeah, him. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look, it's Casey Goodwin's birthday. Is he in town? No, he's in Raleigh, but we're going to drink together over FaceTime. Yes, we're Zooming together. No, no, you can't. I I think there's some limits. And I I, believe me, the rules that we just stated, Mm -hmm. I think are fair. I think most of us can live with these. Sure. Okay. Were you the only one that made it following these rules? Did everyone fall by the wayside that was in your club? It would be easy for me to say who won, who didn't, okay? (laughs) And, you know... And, and I, we don't take score. It's about a personal journey. Sure. Okay? Yes. It's about a personal journey, how you live your life. I'm not judging. I'm not judging my fellow competitors. I'm not <laughs> judging what they do. If they had a very fulfilling dry dryuary, hey, kudos to you, big Ready guy. Go, big, yeah, I'll go, see fella. you next year. Okay? Some of them said that they... They didn't feel that fulfilled. Maybe it's because they cheated and they wanted to run it back in February. You're kidding me. I think it's because they cheated. I think the cheating is, I think you're right. Okay. I think that is probably the reason. Can we talk about who fell off? I mean, we don't know names. Anybody not make it more than a week? For sure. Several. Several For members sure. of the club? Okay. Yeah, so there. And let me paint the picture here. When we first started this, we had solid six guys charging into January. They wanted it. Yep. Wanted it. And you know what ironically is the best part of this whole thing? Every one of them about mm, December 28th started to get physicals <laughs> set up for January just so their liver enzymes could be right on cue. You know, they got about 20 days of, of you know, nothing yes. in their system. Yes. So you would not imagine the amount of procedures and physicals <laughs> that were given during the month of January. It's oh, unbelievable. It's genius. Busy, busy month for the physicians here in Hickory, North Carolina. It was a busy month. January. It was a busy month. But the second thing is, is that... I feel like the individuals that started with us, they had very good intentions, right? They just had no willpower. And I got to tell you, one of the guys that we know well, he just set himself up for failure, okay? One of his favorite things to do is play tennis. And after tennis, loves to enjoy a beer, right? Loves to employ Ironically, he's, he's calling, calling Chad he's right calling now. Me at this moment, this right. is crazy. Go ahead. Loves yes, loves a Get good him on beer. The show. <laughs> Get him on the show. <laughs> um, loves loves a beer after tennis. Thirty six hours after <laughs> we started, he was down. He was down. He was down. down. Love it. And if he, if that would have been his carve out, 
We would have let him have that garbage. But that is a hard line that early. Sure. 36 hours in, yeah. can't do How'd it. How'd you do on January, that dry January? I'm I sorry. I didn't even attempt it. You I didn't. never said I would do it. I never planned to do it. I, you know, I, I'm i just going to go around. Moderation. Going around, exactly, go along with my life as moderation. it is in moderation. Well, I'll think. tell you this. There's two teams, it looks like. There's Team A and Team B, team B out there for dry January. You're with me, buddy. <laughs> Okay, next year. If All you right, want to go, I'll, you're I'll on Team Iron. Okay. I'll roll with the big you're dogs. You're on Team Thank Iron. you very much, Hank. Thank you very much. All right, friends. So a lot of stuff has happened since the last time we spoke to our wonderful audience here on Big Fan. One thing, you know, and I've been feeling a little nostalgic over the last several weeks, Hank. So this restaurant that's been in Hickory for a long, long time called the Hickory Smokehouse, it came around in 1986. They closed their doors this weekend, and it was a sad day. I wish the the, the family, everybody's cool. You yep. know, they, it's just hard to get people to work. Yeah, and terrible. Cost of everything are just skyrocketing. So anyway, they decided to close the doors. And as uh, we went there for Jennifer picked us up some food on a Friday. I remember talk, calling my mom and say, "Oh, mom, can you believe they're closing? It's so sad." I remember when I was a young boy, and we'd go eat there. And she and I just start shooting the bull, and we started thinking about things back in my childhood that were around then and that are gone now. And so one of the spots, and this really goes out to a lot of the Hickory folks who have lived here for a long, long time. They'll remember this, and if you're not from Hickory, you might enjoy reminiscing about some of these stores because you might have had them in your downtown area or your mall where you grew up. But we had this little place called the Catawba Mall, Hank. It was a little old mall. It's now where the U-Haul place is. A lot of storage. Tons of storage there. Um, And at the Catawba Mall, which was built in 1968, Hank, 1968, um, I remember going there as a young young child. Um, There was a place inside the mall, and it was called, and I did not remember this, but it was called The Establishment. And it was a restaurant that actually kind of sat in the middle of the mall with people after work on a Friday. You'd meet, they'd meet their friends there, you know have a drink, have a cocktail, whatever they do. And I remember my mom would pick us, my brother and I up, and they would be at the establishment with my dad and their friends, and there was a little arcade there. Yep, I remember. Do you remember the name of the arcade there? No, I don't. It was called Time Out. No, that it, was at the Valley it, Hills, it buddy. It started at Catawba, and it moved to Valley Hills. It started at Catawba. All right, I'm, it, I got to have some proof it, of this. It's, it's Google it. All right, Google it. So anyway, Time Out was there. Do you remember the, the main hubs of Catawba Mall were J.C. Penney? Yep. Roses was in there. Yep. I don't remember Roses being in there, but I read, read an article today. That Belk Broom, not Belk, but Belk Broom, and Spain Hours. Spain Hours, I remember. You remember? So I yep. va- vaguely remember Spain Hours. There was a supermarket. Don't remember that. Called Big Star. No recollection of Big Star. It was outside. You didn't, like, you could get to it. It was like. Part of the mall, but it kind of stood up by itself. Right. right? Um, also, a Radio Shack was in there. I do remember the Radio Shack. A store, a shoe store called Kenny's. Do you remember? Ken- I vaguely remember Don't. Kenny's. Music Eye. The record store Music Eye was in there. Do you like recall? E-Y-E? E-Y-E. Music Eye. Eckerd's Drugs was in there. Okay. Bumbargers. Bumbargers. Do you remember you, you bought saw, little gifts, candles, yeah, yeah, candelabras, yeah. Yeah. gift cards, envelopes. I was going to say gift cards. Nobody had gift cards back then. Or, they, had, they had envelopes. Envelopes, <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, Bingo, yeah. yes. Um, Orange Julius. Now I have, do you remember this? Orange Julius sat kind of in the middle. I don't remember Orange Julius. The first I, do rem- I do remember Orange Julius. I don't remember him being there. Orange Julius sponsored my sixth grade soccer team and I remember never even tasting the orange Julius like what mom what is an orange Julius so one day after the game she took me to experience an orange Julius for the first time and it was a life changing yeah life changing club they have a fan club oh of course they do a couple other stores in there stag cutters was a haircut place Peanut Shack lived there for a little bit before it went to Valley Hills and Melville's you remember Melville's I do remember Melville's one that you brought up to me was called 
Ski and tennis or, or tennis, tennis and ski, right? Dude, yes. I remember that store. I remember it too. Did it you think it turned into I was thinking maybe it turned into cooks that went uptown, maybe? I mean it it, it was definitely a sports store. Yes. But I remember I remember going in there one day and getting a CB jacket to ski. Yes, you know? Absolutely. And uh Whatever happened to CB jacket? That that might be something to look into. We Those might need to pick us nice. up a couple. Let's pick us up a couple CBs. And then last but not least, Hank, there was a little theater. It was two theaters. That's all that made up this little cinema. Right. It was called the Terrace Theater. Do you remember it? Oh, it, it was, was outside. It was outside, away from the. It was in the parking lot of the mall, but it was down below. Yeah, for two, sure. Two theaters. Um, just I will never forget Catawba Mall. Well, in 1978. Valley Hills Mall comes to Hickory, newer, bigger, greater, supposedly. At one time, Catawba Mall had Belk, J.C. Penney's. Valley Hills Mall had Belk and J.C. Penney's. Well, after a year or two, they left. Catawba Mall slowly shuttered, right? No more Catawba Mall. I remember they had jazzercise on the back. They had like a – we'd be going to the – to the uh, movies, and you'd see ladies going in there doing jazzercise you know, in the back of the I, mall. Exactly. Gold's Gym opened in the back of Catawba Mall when all the stuff started closing, right? So I've learned all this stuff this week just going down the Google rabbit hole of uh, nostalgic stuff in the 1980s. But here's the stuff that in the Valley Hills Mall, tell me if you remember these stores. Obviously, you've got the Belk Sears was one of the big ones in there. Chickwig. I do. Chickwig. Chick Come on now. Chick, who's going to forget Chickwig? That's Chick Casey Wig. Goodwin's. Every time, like when we were in high school, we'd go to the mall just to hang out. He would always make sure that we at least did a drive by by Chickwig. Just Chick walk Wig. by, check it out in there. Bingo. Bear tracks. Yes. <laughs> Wonderful memories of bear tracks. Bear tracks. Candies in there. I think you could get stickers and all kinds of stuff when you're little. Wonderful. Peanut Shack, as I mentioned, at Catawba, came over to yep. Valley Hills. Spencer's. Still there. Still there. Edible underwear, fart spray. Oh, yeah. You name it, yeah, yeah, you yeah, can yeah. get it. Wu-Tang shirts. Bingo. Yes, whatever you want, it's in there. Do you remember a little old store that we uh, would walk by and smell? Called the Pipe Shop. Oh, remember yeah. that smell that would come out of there? It was so good. About once a year, oh. you or your buddies used to buy a Zippo lighter. Of course. You'd want to get one of those Zippo lighters. Yes, and you'd lose it after three days, yeah. but at least you had that Zippo. Because when the first day that you got that Zippo, you thought you were the king dingaling. You yeah, were the you were. man. Yeah, yes. you were. And then you'd be, you'd, have like, you'd be like, what? I got to buy flints now? <laughs> exactly. And I got to buy. <laughs> That's when you would lose it. Yep. You got to get the fluid and the flints. Oh, I, I can't do that. Can I ask? Can I ask? If you're going to say this story, and you might be saying it that was in there. Sure. Did you ever buy any clothing from the merry-go-round? <laughs> yes, I did. Did you buy some of the pants, <laughs> yes. those big, wide-like pants? I don't really remember what I bought in there, but I remember going in there to shop. I think Casey oh, Goodwin, it, it's so funny that you mentioned Casey. I think Casey Goodwin's sister, Wendy, worked in the merry-go-round. That doesn't surprise it, yes, me. If I'm not mistaken, she'd drive up in her yellow prelude, pop out, go into merry-go-round, give us discounts on clothing if we needed. You know, she had the store discount. A couple more stores, Hank, and let's let's focus a little bit on that little food court, and they had timeout. Or sta- they had, there was station break and timeout. Can't remember if they were the same one. Were there two arcades, no, it possibly? Was, it was timeout was back in that corner by the door. By the door. And then right across, remember, was where they would sell the um, Ninja Stars? Yeah. The guy, I think he did shoe repair and, and ninja sold stars? Ninja Stars, and Probably, he had yes. nunchucks and stuff. Sure, and course. so, like, you'd come out of there, and you'd be like, Mom, we got to get a Ninja Star. Got to get a star, yeah. My brother got Ninja Boots. One day, oh, oh, oh. you know, the two-toed. existed. The two-toed. Yes. Wow. See, isn't it fun walking down memory lane? Go ahead. Let's talk about these. So the pizza's place in there, what was it called? Dante's. Of course. And wasn't it good pizza? It was it great. Was fantastic And it was pizza. run by the Miller family Bingo. for a solid 12 years. Absolutely. Maybe 15. Absolutely. So besides, so you had Dante's over there kind of in the corner. You had that peanut shack place that was over here. What were the other? Was there a Chinese place in there? Chick-fil-A was in there. Chick-fil-A was in there, yes. Okay, so You're Chick-fil-A right. was Chick-fil-A. in there. Okay. Yeah. Was there a hokey? There was some another type of place. Euro. Euros. Yep. There's Euros. Euro. Okay. And my favorite, I cannot believe you forgot this. Corn Dog Seven. Corn Dog Seven. Corn Dog Seven. Yes. I think they had I an icy think, machine. They had icy machine at Corn Dog Seven, I think, right? I think there was an Asian food. There but had to be. Like I had to be. I think Arby's was in there too. Um may have been. And so, but Chick-fil-A was when you're walking into the food court from the the elevators, because you know they had the elevated part right there they where the did. chairs were. They it did. was Chick Fil A was on your right, 
the Euro place and Corndog Seven and maybe an Asian place it had to be and an then Asian Dante's, place. Dante's in the right corner. there. And then you know there was the wall to go to that, back to the bathroom. Yes. And then right the first store right there was a music shop. What it was, was it? a um, I don't remember the name disc of it. Jockey Record Bar. It was Disc Jockey because re- Record Bar record was bar's further down the next yeah. to the uh, the Peanut Place. This podcast is sponsored by Jackson Creative a custom communication agency located in downtown Hickory, North Carolina, specializing in online content creation. To learn more, visit thejacksoncreative.com. Jackson Creative, we tell your story. Yeah. Do you also in there, I know there was a pretzel place somewhere, pretzel time or something, kind of, but not in the food court, maybe a little bit off the beaten path. Yeah, I can't remember that. But my favorite place in the entire mall, Hank, I will never forget this place. Many a date, many a party, many sneaking, trying to sneak a beer out of there. Annabelle's. Sure. Do you remember when Annabelle's was there? It was connected. You know, so right when you walk in that side entrance, Annabelle's was right there. Yep. It's oh. where the, uh, now the glasses place the is glass there. place, yes. The yeah, glasses, glasses place. place. But Annabelle's place. was great because my mom and dad used to go there after work and bring us there, and they'd have all those table games, like the Pac-Man and stuff. A scramble, I think it was called Scrambler or Defender or something like that, right? What a So we used place. to sit there, and we used to play, and my parents used to have dinner, and it was great. How man. many dates did you go on in there? Because everybody in Hickory would go on a date at Annabelle's, at least one. Yeah, I probably only had a handful. You got to remember, I'm a lot younger than you, yeah. so that place is probably shut down well <laughs> before I got my license. But uh, I do remember going, I remember going out there like on a... Not a juniorettes thing, but like a, one of those dress up kind of like sure. cotillion kind of things. Yep. I do remember going out there for that. So right before Annabelle's closed, I was in college and I think we came back and we all had fake IDs. I want to say I was 19 and had this fake idea where we could put a stencil and you cover up your age, you switch it to whatever it needed to be. So three of us went in there. I remember sitting at the bar. Ordered a beer, sweating bullets. Like, what am I doing at Annabelle's ordering a beer? I'm, we're going to get busted. My principal's getting ready to exactly. walk in here. We are going to get busted. But sure, it was over Christmas break, and I think it was Casey and I and maybe Hunter, and drank that beer, and I wanted to get out of there just as soon as possible. Let's don't risk this. Let's get out of here. Let's go somewhere where they don't know us, and we'll just buy some uh, illegal beer at a convenience store, right? So anyway, one beer, got out of there, and then shortly after, Annabelle's, it was gone. Yeah. I mean, when you graduated high school, was it still there? No, I don't think it, so. It was gone. You know the funny thing about Annabelle's? If you remember walking in there, it was like a handicap nightmare. You remember there was like 75 levels. It would be like three stairs, yes. then there'd be like four tables, then there'd be like right. six stairs, and then there'd be like 12 tables. And It was Absolutely. like um, Cubert. Remember yes. that game? It was like yes. you know moving around. It was not... Handicap friendly. That is so funny that you remember. I even want to think that when you walked in the bar, you might have had to even go, go down. down. You stairs. did have to go down. It was down a little you bit. You go like four stairs down, then that, it flattened. Then it flattened out, and that was the bar. That is so. So wild. when you walked in, you actually looked down on it. You, right. You saw everybody Everything. that was in there. Exactly. I'd love to see a diagram or a picture of that place again, just to see if our memory is accurate to how we remember it, which we can probably find. Uh, but anyway, Hank, I wanted just to walk us down that memory lane. Remember Catawba Mall, Valley Hills Mall in its heyday, Hickory Smokehouse, obviously. You know, one thing that's still standing, which just is amazing to me, is Putt-Putt. Putt-Putt oh, is oh, yeah. still live and kicking. Our oh. good friend Daniel Willis still does father-son tournaments every week there. Addison he, does the same. And he's a dangerous man. Mm, I love it. I love it. Well, anyway, Hank, um, I'm glad we walked down that uh, that little nostalgic road, and you know we got to reminisce. It was uh, really, really good thinking about those places again. So, buddy, why don't we stay in this old school theme? And you're the big eater of the podcast. You know I mean? You're every, really unbelievable. Everyone really knows you like your snacks. So... As we were, you know, going through this Christmas holiday and into the new year, Jennifer and I went to the grocery store to buy our kids their snacks for their lunch and all this good stuff. And before we go into the story, when you were in high school, were you a buy your lunch at in the cafeteria or bring your lunch packed and ready to roll? No, I so I, I went through this kind of thing where I was like in in elementary school, it was all because it was about the chocolate milk. You had to get the chocolate milk. So I was just School, I, I was a school guy. Right. Now I got to middle school and I packed my lunch. Mm-hmm. Then when I got to Hickory High and they had chicken nuggets, nuggets and pizza, pizza fries yeah. and stuff like that, I was like, yeah, I'm just going to eat that stuff. Yeah. So I went, I went back and forth. 
got you. I was always a cafeteria guy, never really packed my lunch. I think maybe one time ever in my school history did I bring a lunch. It was always cafeteria, but my girls, they're always packing lunch, packing lunch. That's what we do. So started making me think about back in the day when we're in elementary school. Let's start stay in elementary school, maybe into junior high a little bit. But you know, your mom would always put those snacks, and they were the same snacks most of the time. Sometimes you'd see a commercial on television and say, Mom, make sure you get those snacks at the grocery store. Or if not, it's the same old ones that you've always had. Hank, I want you to rank your top five snacks as a young as a young lad going to where'd you go to school? Viewmont? Viewmont. Viewmont Elementary as a as a young bear. What did mommy pack, Mr. Hanky? What his, did mommy? What did mommy pack, Mr. Hanky, in his lunch satchel? Okay, I've got a couple that I'll just go ahead and I'm not ranking these okay. by anything. Um, but my first one is just straight nostalgia. Okay, yes. just straight nostalgia. Potato straws. <laughs> oh, you I remember can, those? How could I forget? They came in that little can, can, right? The can, pull the the top off. Yeah, it looked like just shreds of. Yes, it, they were they were potato chips. Yes. but they were like straws. And I'll be honest with you, if you got the potato straws. Your mom must really love you. I didn't know hardly anybody that got that as a snack. It was really special if someone brought potato straws to the lunchroom table. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I know. Very, very I special. Know. Now, I've, listen, yeah, this, I'm a, you, you've put it on me. I'm an eater, right? Yes. I've got 15 of these. Go. Okay. Let's roll. I've yes. got 15 of them. Let's go. Potato straws, definitely. Pinwheels. You remember the cinnamon pinwheels? They'd come two to a pack? Of course. I mean, the two pinwheels would not light you up. <laughs> Were they... Did they have a pecan flavor of a pinwheel, possibly? Do you know probably, what I'm saying? Yeah, but okay, they, the okay. ones I had were doughy, cinnamon. You'd pull them apart until you got the, to the middle. The, of course, right? two in the packet. Yeah. So the pinwheels were the, were the thing. Okay. How about the ice cream cup with the wooden spoon? Oh, yes. <laughs> okay. Oh, it was like yes. a little miniature ore <laughs> yeah. that you had to eat with. Okay. And sometimes the ice cream would have the swirl already in yeah, it. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, talking yeah, about? Yeah, of yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doritos. Obviously important. Swiss cake rolls, right up there. Yes. We, you talked, we talked about this off there. Uh, fruit roll-ups. Yes. Okay. Now we're going to start talking about like a little bit different, like a little bit different thing. Before you do, I know you're the big eater, but there was one little snack that I'd always have to have. Remember the container had four little crackers and the cheese on the yeah, side? Yeah, and they had the red, the red, red little, little spoon. Or It's or, not really an or, yeah, but yeah. a little stick. Yeah, a yeah. little red stick. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. yeah. All, and that, you know... We had those. Yeah, we, yeah, we, yeah. I remember eating those. Snacks. Yeah, peanut, and, it, and the peanut butter cracker makes me think of that. But okay, oatmeal cream pies. Mm. I think I ate those by the dozen. Of course, when I was in middle school and elementary school. Okay, the thing that I then the last the last one I'm going to say is when you would pull out your pinwheel or your potato straw, yeah, or your fruit roll up, and you were celebrating it. <laughs> yes, and your boy across the table. Pulls out ants on a log. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And you're, like, and you're like, man, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not switching you one for the other. They'd be like, come on. Come on. Here you go. You no. get celery, peanut butter, and a raisin. No, I'm good, man. I'm all ants good. Ants on a log. That's fabulous. Yeah. So that's that's uh, kind of what we have. And then, you know, peanut butter crackers. When, when my brother and I started hitting middle school and started eating a bunch, my mom would be like, you can't eat the groceries. You cannot do it. Because I remember one time, this is, this is the time that it broke the camel's back. My mom came in. She had turkey for sandwiches, yeah. right? My brother opened up the turkey. Had a pound of turkey. He grabbed it, ripped it in half, gave me half. <laughs> he had half, and we ate it like barbarians. Oh my lord! And my wife—I mean, my mom was looking at it. And she was like, "That was, you know, fourteen dollars <laughs> worth of turkey that was done." And she was like, "From this point forward, you can have a sleeve of crackers." And all the peanut butter you want. Mm-hmm. So we would sit there after school and just go through sleeves of peanut butter crackers. That's hilarious. Um, a couple of things that my mom will probably hate me saying this on our podcast. She is our because she is our number one listener. So I was at summer camp, and summer camp wasn't like summer camp where you go off. It was summer day camp. They'd have it at Jenkins, and Viewmont had one. And so you go to Cool Park and Putt Putt or Bowling Alley, whatever. So I don't know if we were like really poor or if my mom and dad just really chose the worst types of food for us to eat. Do you know what deviled ham is? Sure. My mom would buy this pack, and I remember forgetting it had this, it was a white package and it had a devil's face on or a devil, and it was some type of gross yeah. pate looking. It's like it, spam. It's like spam, and she yeah. would put it 
all white bread, right? Sure. White bread. That was our lunch. And not only they have the white container, but then there was a black one, a gray one, and all these different mixtures of deviled ham. <laughs> that's yeah. it right there. That's See the it? deviled ham that right there. It. Our producer yes. just pulled up some pictures of it. And so anyway, she must have thought I loved this stuff because I got it in my lunchbox every day of summer camp. The other thing, it's pretty weird. So instead of buying like Slim Jim, that's the real name brand Slim Jim, there would be little Slim Jim lookalikes that were generic that would just say Slim. So we couldn't even buy the whole Slim Jim. We're just buying Slims, and I'll never forget this too. Remember the little juice boxes? They were like shaped like this. They were about this tall, and they had aluminum foil you would peel off, and the juice was just straight sugar water. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, no, they look like they look like barrels. Yes, they look like barrels or like bowling pins, yeah, possibly. Barrels. Yeah, and so we'd have a like one week it'd be green, and then you'd have a purple one. Yeah. Big, I knew my dad had a big month if we had red. Oh, you know, if we had red. You know what? Your parents are getting ready to light into you. <laughs> hey, Tom Nay, I love y'all. Good thing, uh, hey, you made your kids hard. Yeah. Don't give them too much. That's right. That's their hugs. Hugs. That's what they're called. Those hug hugs thing. of yeah, little fruit barrels. Yeah. But hugs. anyway, those were my snacks that I remember. And so, uh, man. I bet your lunch bag was just stock full of stuff, wasn't it? Hey, it was good. Like you, hey, all of this stuff used to be the deal right I here. But I can I tell you right now, those, like you said, those potato straws. When you'd bump into some of those, special, it's special, special day, day. yeah, it was a special day. I appreciate that. Oh yeah, buddy. Well, what you got to talk to on your agenda? I got a couple more things, but let's let's shoot it over to Hank. Let's see what's going on in Hank's mind. Well, you know what? I I, I got to tell you, I'm kind of in a weird spot right now. I really, I, I'm kind of in a weird spot with sports. All right. Okay. This past weekend, I didn't get to see any of those football games. Whoa. Why? And they were so good. Incredible. So good. We had baseball practice. We had like just a, a lot of stuff that I could do. So I, I have, I do not feel like I am in, like, I don't feel like I'm invested in the playoffs, okay. if you know what I'm saying. I do. All right. Sure. Basketball season's in a weird spot because it's not the tournament yet. And, you know, as a Carolina fan, they're not great. And so, you know, at this point, you're starting to ramp up to, like, are they playing well or not? Right. And, uh, but, you know, still watching them, great, you know. But we're not to that point. So it's a kind of – and it's before baseball season. I'm just in a weird sports moment right here, if you know what I mean. Like, I'm watching stuff that I normally wouldn't watch, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I watched the Australian Open, which was great. It's awesome, yeah. But – Are you watching Cornhole? God, no. Okay. But I will, like, sometimes I'll be, like, I'll flip it around, and there will be some strange crap on, and I'll watch it, and I'll say, what are you doing? Like, diving? <laughs> or, oh. or, you know, or just some weird stuff, and right. I'm like, what are you doing? And it's because I'm in this weird funk. Do you yeah. feel the same way? Well, I, no, because I've been all in the playoffs. This is probably the best group of playoff football games I think I've ever seen in my life. It's been unbelievable. And I, the Super Bowl is going to be great, I believe. But, um... The law, another law that you're talking about too, is so it's the last Super Bowl. You know, it's a basketball really hadn't kicked into gear. It's normally when Duke Carolina play that first game. That's yeah. when basketball feels like it's getting into gear for the ACC world around us. Right. You know, um, so anyway, that's this weekend, I believe. I think they play this weekend, so that'll make you start feeling more normal again. And you know, and then you'll watch the Super Bowl, and you'll get back right back. But March Madness is, I mean, March is the tournament's still a month and a it's half a month, away. Right? Have you watched any college basketball? Yeah, I've watched some. I watched uh, uh, NC State get drugged by uh, Notre Dame. <laughs> okay, they get drugged by every Carolina. Just was up thirty eight. Yeah. Saw that and too. They cut it to twenty, but anyway. So anyway, just hang in there, buddy. You got the Super Bowl. It's right around the corner. Duke, Carolina, kind of get you feeling good. So do not be watching professional cornhole or darts. We can't. We cannot cornhole. have that. that. We cannot have no, that. No, I will not watch that. All right. So instead of maybe watching sports, there is a big announcement that came across the wire here a, la- a week or two. Our producer Andrew Moose and his wonderful venue called the Hum announced their schedule for 2022. The bands that will be Coming to the wonderful Hickory, North Carolina, Hank. Schedule. I'm going to let you take a couple of them. You take the first one. Give them the date and the name of the, the band that's coming. We'll let Moose talk a little bit about each one, too, after you announce Right. It. I mean, you know, Saturday, April 2nd, Trial by Fire, a tribute to Journey. Wow. 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 Moose, if you may, can you comment? Will there be a little Filipino boy serving as the lead singer? There, like There will not be that. That fellow will not be in attendance, no. 
Okay. Have you heard them play? I mean, they sound pretty awesome. Oh, no, they're great. They've actually uh, they played for City of Hickory proper uh, a couple years ago, where they actually played out on the um, the parking deck behind the the tap room building or whatever. Yeah. That was a, like one of the outdoor series that the city put on. So, yeah, I called them there. They were great. Nice. Cool. And then the mantras are the week after that, and that's a Beastie Boy tri- uh, tribute band. And I kind of like the idea of what you're doing here. You're going to get people out – Familiar music, That's right. right? Real familiar music. Get them out there dancing, having a good time, and kind of like walking them into the the great music that you're going to have down the road. Yeah, for sure. And we- it's even more intentional than that. So the mantras are actually not a tribute, a Beastie Boys tribute band. They're actually a jam band out of Greensboro that does a Beastie Boys tribute set. Got it. So um, they'll play basically like. Three quarters of the show with Beastie Boys material, and then like weave in some like really jammy stuff. So you'll if you don't necessarily like the Beastie Boys, but like really good music too, like you it checks a lot of boxes there. That sounds cool. That's April eighth at seven thirty. The Mantras. Following that, Friday, April twenty second at seven thirty. Caitlin Crisco and the Broadcast. Tell us a little bit about the Caitlin Crisco and the Broadcast. Sure. So we've got. I'm just going to kind of jump jump ahead a little bit. We've got that weekend, that Friday, April twenty second and twenty third. We have, we've partnered with the Rooster Walk Festival, which is a festival up in Martinsville, Virginia, and this is going to be their twelfth year, and that's over Memorial Day, and. Um, just be, we thought it would be a great opportunity for us to do a little crossover marketing with uh, Caitlin Crisco and the broadcast and the next band, the next night, Soldier and Train. Uh, both of those bands are real familiar to Hickory. Um, the broadcast uh, and uh, Soldier and Train have both played in Hickory uh, a few times over the last ten or fifteen years or so. Yeah, and um, really good turnout. Folks, folks have seen them before, and I've got a really good response when I, you know, when I put out a call, I was like, "What do you, what do folks want to hear?" And those two. Um, names came up uh pretty you know uh, what's the word i'm looking for they came up a lot sure. and um just so happens they were both playing this rooster walk festival so we've uh partnered with that group and uh, doing a little cross promotion there that's cool and and give people the opportunity to come out two nights which is right uh pretty awesome that's right all right hang go ahead and take this next one Oh, we got Moose and Friends playing. You think I'm going to build a stage and not play it? Yeah, I was getting ready to say, how long has it taken for you guys to get out there? It sounds like that's a pretty pretty big crowd coming out there. Tell us a little bit about... Yeah, so Saturday, April 30th, um, we're going to do our first Hickory Music Showcase. And we're going to be sharing the stage with uh, the Red Dirt Revelators and Danny Kerr and the Skeleton Crew. Uh, All three of us, uh, those groups, have um, been around Hickory for quite a while, and none of us have ever shared a bill together, so we thought we would take the opportunity to do that. And, you know, you're going to get a little bit of soul, a little bit of funk, a little bit of blues. It's going to be a fun night. That's all the stuff we like. And following that, the next Friday, May 6th, Hank's favorite band, Dr. Bacon. Yes, Dr. Bacon live at the home. Tell, tell us about Dr. Yeah, Bacon. They're in Asheville. They're, I think they refer to themselves as Appalachian Soul Funk. Hmm. And uh, they actually played Oktoberfest. Uh, the last year Oktoberfest was around, I think that was in 1918. I can't remember. Not, not 1918, but either 2019 or 2019. <laughs> COVID's been around a long no, no, time. I yeah. know. But those guys are fantastic, man. Go check them out on the, on the internet. They're they're killer. Then right after that, you have Rocky Lynn that next weekend, May 14th. Yeah, and how many how many weeks are, is this going to be? We're through like, June. We've announced through June right okay. now. And okay. there's one, one a week. Rocky Lynn, he's a singer-songwriter, uh, I believe, out of the, the Statesville area. And he's been on Good Morning America. He's been on a USO tour. Guy's uh, really been around and uh, has a really good uh, following in our region. So we're excited to have him there on uh, the 14th of May. Cool, May 21st. My birthday's May 23rd, so maybe I'll check them out Saturday night. The Local Boys Live. What yeah, do the Local Boys do? Uh, the Local Boys are a bluegrass band, and they um, they have played Merlefest for the last, I'm not kidding, 22 years. And hmm. they've had a, uh, they're out of, I think they're out of the Wilkesboro area too. Uh, my good buddy, Stephen Davidson, who plays the mandolin for him, um, I got turned on to them, and um, they're going to be, you know, right off the heels of playing Merlefest like a couple weekends before, so it's going to be, it's going to be a good show. Cool. And then June 4th, uh, another uh, kind of, it's a ultimate Bon Jovi experience from Shot Through the Heart. That sounds like it's fun. This yeah. one is going to be the biggest one of them all, I think, Hank. What do you think, Moose? <laughs> I don't know, man. Maybe. I think Moose and Friends will be. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, 
come out and see that show. But uh, yeah, I think uh, I'm. You know, like we said, we're going to try to we're giving folks a, a, a little bit of a, a plethora of uh, different acts and everything they can come see. But yeah, June fourth at eight, we're going to have shot through the heart. Uh, bon Jovi uh, tribute band. Uh, they're fantastic too. So we're looking forward to having them. Cool, and then just a couple more. June 11th, Unspoken Tradition Live. Right, yep. Another another bluegrass band there. I believe they're out of Asheville, too. And uh, they're they're smoking up the bluegrass charts right now. You can you catch them on the Bluegrass Junction on Sirius Radio all the time. And mm-hmm. I, if gosh, I think they're playing. Uh, they're they're playing a whole bunch of festivals around. I know they're playing the the the, the, the McCrory Fest, uh, Del McCrory Festival in Rutherford, too. So. Uh, yeah, so we're looking forward to those guys. That's going to be one of my favorite shows, I think. And then one of the last few are um, the Allman Brothers tribute band Dreams, right. and that's on June 18th. Mm-hmm. That's right. There are a, lot, a couple local guys are in that band, and they also pull from really good musicians out of Charlotte. Cool. And then last but not least, I think that's Saturday, June 25th, we've got the Foreigner Experience Featuring String Theater Th- Theory and Beatles Tribute Live. Yeah, that so, sounds cool. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Revon, they're a um, they're a band out of the Charlotte area who plays Foreigner, the for- band Foreigner. Uh, they they play that stuff note for note. It's a really fun fun time. And then uh, we're also that same night are having String Theory and their Beatles tribute. So if you don't like Foreigner and you like the Beatles or vice versa, come out to that show. We got both of them coming. So. That's so exciting, man. Well, congratulations Thanks. on announcing the lineup. Uh, it's just a fabulous thing for Hickory. All these great bands coming on a, on Saturdays. It looks like most of the lineup comes, uh, the music's on Saturday night, which is awesome. We need some uh, weekend music for sure in Hickory. So uh, keep up the good work, Moose. And as new bands come on, holler at us. Let us know. We'll let the world know because I think everybody's going to enjoy it. Yeah, you got it, man. We've, um, we're announcing by season. So this is our spring lineup, and that's you know April through June. And then probably... Probably mid-May, we're going to announce our, our shows July through October. So awesome. Just kind of uh, great. Yep, keep your eyes out. All right, buddy. Thank you. Hank, I'm going to stay in the same vein here, and we'll just, it'll be our last segment of the day. So in talking about bands and music, you know, our little neighborhood band, about a month ago, we were trying to come up with a name for our band, right? We've had... we oh, had the Dingle Dangles. That's, that's what I named it, Dingle Dangles. Actually, that name came from our friends in Raleigh, Raleigh, the Dingle Dangles. Once they heard our first song, they were like, that's it, Dingle Dangles. But I started thinking, are there any... Let's think about the names of bands that you love. And if you really think about it, most of these band names suck. You know, let's think about Pearl Jam. That's a terrible band name. Hootie and the Blowfish, awful, right? Uh, butthole Surfers, you've heard of them, right? Terrible. The Fray. The Fray. What, what is, even the Beatles, I think that's a dumbass name. I think the Rolling Stones is a pretty good band name to me. I think that's pretty good. Blues Traveler, that's an all right name. But can you? Hoobastank. Hoobastank, thank you. Terrible name for a band. So... I'm not going to put you on the spot or anything, but before I don't put you on the spot, which I will, what other band, can, can you think of a good band name? Code the Wet Sprocket. What? What? You know, it just doesn't make much sense. So, I, I think Public Enemy. I think that's a great name for a hip-hop artist or a band, right? Yeah, that's a good name. Like, Tribe Called Quest. That's kind of cool. Hip-hop bands and artists, their names are way better than... You know, rock and roll, as it seems to me. Leonard Skirt, Alabama. That was the next question I was going to ask you. Do you like Chicago, Alabama? You know these these bands. Foreigner. That, these bands that are named after cities. I mean, not really, right? No, no. And they're not getting any better. You know, I mean, like you don't know like who's a like like what they're taking it from, like the fray, sure. or like you know what they're doing. But then you have like. Names that you don't even know if those are real names, like the new new artist Dua Lipa. Right, I think that is her. Is name. that her I name? I think that's her okay. name. I believe. Well, yeah, but God but, bless but, her. But, but who would know? Like that Toad the West Sprocket that you mentioned. I think that comes from like a Monty Python script. So anyway, bands have their own reason for coming up with right. names. I heard Hootie and the Blowfish. The reason it came up, uh, they came up with the name in their studio. There was a fish tank that had a blowfish swimming in it. Where they came up with. Maybe they named that blowfish Hootie. Who that knows? would make sense. Would make sense. But anyway, it's tough to come up with a good band name. Yeah. So if you were the leader of a band, Hank, what would be your band name? I mean, this is completely put you on the spot. Liquid Aggression. Whoa. 
Very nice. You know what mine would be? What? Athens Drive. Oh, that is so <laughs> terrible. That's an awful. I think it was the way you said it that made me cringe. I think I'm just going to stick with Dingle Dangles. I think that that actually fits our band perfectly. Yes. So with that being said, buddy, anything else we need to talk about before we get a roll out of here today? I don't think so. What is uh what are your weekends like now, huh? You don't have any uh any big things going on? Are we no, free so this weekend? We're going to go visit our new niece on Saturday. So we'll Evie? S- Evie, yes, Evie Elder. So we're going to see her Saturday, maybe hang out in Charlotte as a family and hang out, eat some din din. And then um, Sunday, like what a question. So Sunday, um, one named the that. weather finally is supposed to break a little bit where we might get some temperatures that'll be golf appropriate. So we're going to try to play golf on Sunday. Yes. How about you, sir? Uh, to be completely honest, we don't have very much to do. You know, this time of year is kind of like the quiet before the storm because we got baseball and soccer and yes. you know then you got spring break you got memorial day you've got mother's day you got father's day you got summer trips vacations yeah. vacations yeah. so you know you've got half of your half of your weekends are already spoken for yes before you start putting in the stuff you want to do so i don't we're just going to take it easy i think this week and and try to get um a little bit of stuff done around the house because you know usually we're Running around. Sure. One thing I did forget, and let's mention it real quick on the air so we can, in two weeks, let everybody know the results. My tennis team is playing your tennis team on Thursday. Yes. And we are actually playing each other. Did you know this? What do you mean? Doubles match. You're playing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's Mark and I against you and LT. Yeah, so that's very funny because uh, your partner was being very coy on who was going to be playing. So you just let the cat out of the bag. I I have learned something new. So now I will know what to wear, what to eat tomorrow, (laughs) try to get it under. Mm -hmm. But, you know, this is the good thing about this, okay? We'll have fun. We always do. We always do. Doesn't matter who wins. (laughs) But we'll just go out there and have fun, right? Hey, yes. may I remind you who I'm playing with? <laughs> so funny. All right, guys. Well, thank you for tuning in to The Big Fan. It's been a pleasure speaking with you today. Andrew Moose, big shout out to you. Thanks for the lineup. And a big shout out to my sister. Again, I'm very proud of you and your family. The birth of this new baby girl. I can't wait to meet her on Saturday. So uh, with that being said, everyone be safe out there and peace. You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.